Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Matt Frazier back with us. Internationally renowned psychic medium. He has conducted thousands of readings around this planet, reconnecting friends and family with the spirits of those who are no longer with us. His message of hope, comfort, reassurance have touched the lives of all who need meet him, making Matt one of the most gifted and genuine psychics living today. Matt, welcome back. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you? It's great to be here. You too. You too. What have you been up to? Oh, my God. It's been crazy, George. I mean, I got to tell you something. When you're a medium, it's like there, there are no customer service hours. You know, this, the dead are always speaking to me, which means that, you know, I never get any sleep, which is why I'm here with you. <laughs> this is your break, right? This is my break, yes. Oh, that's great. I had uh, Robert Bigelow on uh, last uh, couple hours. And he is funding 29 essays of proving the existence of the afterlife. You should have competed with that, Matt, because he's giving out huge prizes to people. Yeah, I was listening to a little bit of the segment. And, you know, it's funny because I recently, the first time ever, you know, uh, met with somebody who had a near-death experience. And uh, that was that woman, um, Dr. Mary Neal. Yes. So that TV show, Surviving Death. Yep. And... It was so interesting, George, because when I was talking to her, you know, so much of what she said when she visited heaven and went to the other side and, you know, interacted with the spirit world is really the same thing that, you know, the spirits that, that, you know, I talk to that have passed on tell me. And it was just, for me, it was validation as a medium because, you know, to talk to these people who have, you know, gone to heaven and come back and are able to tell the story, I think it's confirmation for all of us. Absolutely. We're never alone. Absolutely. Uh, Lisa, my producer, of course, was telling me that you had a chance to meet uh, Gloria Estefan. I sure did, yeah. So Gloria invited me to her home in Miami. She is a big believer in, you know, heaven and the afterlife and, and George. She has a lot of psychic ability herself. And for the first time, you know, she invited me on her show on Red Table Talk, and uh, I was able to give a reading to her and her daughter and, you know, um, uh, her niece, Lily. And, you know, she opened up and talked about some of the experiences that she had when she was a kid of seeing figures in her room, of, you know, connecting with the other side. And, you know, I just find it so interesting that still to this day, George, so many people are afraid to talk about their experiences. They're afraid to talk about sensing and feeling loved ones. They're afraid to talk about, you know, tapping into the, to the other side or the premonitions that they get. And I think that, you know, the more that we talk about it, the more that we all learn from one another. Oh, there's no question about that. And Gloria, I believe, is psychic, isn't she? She is. You know, when I was talking to her, it was amazing because, you know, like I said, it's not until you share experiences that, you know, you really start to understand things a little bit better. And, you know, while we were taping, a lot of the things that we talked about off the air was, you know, comparing experiences. And she was like, Matt, she's like, you know, a lot of the things that you talked about growing up psychic and, you know, seeing figures and hearing voices, she's like, those same things happened to me. And, you know, it's incredible because, you know, many people, I think, are, you know, have this gift. And, and like myself, they're just, they're just so afraid that they just push it away. They're not sure what they should do with it. And that's what I want to do, George. I want to inspire people, you know, to talk about their experiences, to tap into their gifts, because we all have a connection to the other side. You know, some of us sense the departed, see the departed, hear the departed, dream about the departed. I mean, they're trying to get our attention. They're trying to show us that there is life after death and they're with us. 
And it's up to us to find our own psychic connection and to find the way that, you know, we're gifted because it's a muscle within us. We all have that muscle. And the more that you, that you learn about it, you know, the more that you learn about, uh, you know, the language that the other side is using to reach us. For the benefit of new listeners, Matt, tell us how this all started for you as a little boy. So I literally grew up like that boy in the sixth sense. When I was just three, four, five years old, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night seeing and hearing the departed. And it wasn't just the middle of the night. It was any time I was alone, any time I was by myself. You know, spirits know who they can speak to, and they know who's psychic, who can see them, who can hear them, who can connect with them. And they flock to those people. And this was a gift that my grandmother had. You know, my grandmother was um, a psychic, and she passed that gift on to my mom, and in turn passed it on to me. But what's so interesting is that even though we're three generations of psychics, all of our gifts are different. My grandmother used to get premonitions. You know, she would get, you know, forewarnings and forebodings and things like that. And my mom is a life reader. And when I was born, I mean, and life reader just means that, you know, she could see into the future. She can predict, you know, things that are going to happen, who you're going to marry, how many kids you're going to have, so on and so forth. And for me, my gift has always been seeing and hearing the departed. And that's what's so interesting is I think that so many times people think of psychics and mediums as being the same, but every single psychic and medium is different because, you know, we all receive information differently. And some psychics are medical psychics. Some psychics connect with pets. We actually have pet psychics. We have, you know, mediums who connect with the departed. We even have, you know, uh, intuitives that can just sense and feel energy. So, it's really amazing, you know, when you talk to people and discover, you know, uh, their gifts as well. You tap into the spirit world yourself, don't you? Yes. And do you have help from spirit guides on the other side, Matt? On occasion, I do. You know, but what's so interesting is that I had more help from spirit guides when I first discovered my gift. Because, you know, the one thing that I really don't talk about all that often is the fact that when I was younger, I pushed this away, you know, for so long Nori, uh, excuse me, George, because I was so, uh, you know, afraid of it and so scared of it that, you know, all I wanted was to just be normal. So I pushed this away and pushed this away. And it wasn't until, you know, my teenage years that I started to look back into it. And by that time, I had pushed it away so much that I was really not sensing or feeling anything. I mean, I was pretty much living a normal life. And it wasn't until I went to see a medium myself. And I wanted to see a medium because, you know, all my family did was, you know, keep this a secret and keep it in hiding. So I wanted to see somebody who was actually using their gift. And it wasn't until I went to see a medium myself that I realized that I could do this too. And not only that, that, you know, I could use this to help people. So I actually had to rediscover my gift. I had to look back into this and I had to go and, you know, figure out how to, how to get it back, you know, how to tap back in, how to connect with the other side. So... I utilized, you know, my spirit guides quite a bit because they helped me in rediscovering the gift. Matt, explain to us what the emotional side of grief is, because you do a wonderful job making people who are grieving feel better. What is grief? Oh, my God. So grief is a natural process that we all go through when we lose a loved one. And you can be the most spiritual person. You can have the most faith in the world. You can even be a psychic or a medium. Everybody goes through grief. And the tough part is, is that, you know, after we lose a loved one and we, we, we miss their physical presence, what happens is, is that grief starts to take over. 
And that's when we start to question things. We start to question, is there another side? Is there an afterlife? Is my loved one okay? Is my loved one at peace? And if you ever hear, you know, don't let grief rob you of your joy, it's because grief does just that. Grief is something that will come in, swoop us up, and grief will replace all the happy memories we have with our loved ones and only bring to the front of our brain the painful memories that we have, you know, the, uh, the anxious memories that we have, the stress that we have, the worries that we have. And you know if you're going through grief when you question things, when you yeah. question, you know, where your loved ones are, when you question, you know, uh, what they're doing on the other side, when, you, when, you, when you're longing for something, when you feel like there's a piece of your heart that's missing, that means you're going through grief. That's so true. You've created what is called a vision board. What is that? So a vision board, because here's the number one way to, well, I shouldn't say the number one way. There's many ways. But one of the ways that I like to combat grief is to think about the future. Because grief likes to keep you stuck in the past. Grief likes to keep you thinking of the day that your loved one passed away. Grief likes to keep you, you know, in that moment of losing a loved one. But the more that we can break out of that, the more that we can break out of those, those moments and think about the future and, you know, put ourselves into the future, the more that we start to move forward with our life. And a vision board is putting together the things that you want in life. It's about setting the energy into the universe of what your loved ones in spirit can help you with. And, you know, that's one of the, things, one of the ways to combat grief as well. It's about sensing and feeling your loved one in a different way. You might not have their physical presence here, but when your loved ones go to the other side, they take on divine jobs and divine tasks. And one of those jobs is watching over you, you know, helping you through life. So when you create a vision board, what you're actually doing is you're giving tasks to your loved ones in spirit to help you with. When I talk about tasks, you know, the, when I do readings, what I've noticed is, is that the spirits are the strongest around us when we're going through big changes within our life. You know, when you're, whether you're going through a medical uh, issue that's happening right now, whether you're going through a divorce, whether you're going through a financial crisis, whether you just lost your job, your loved ones in spirit are the strongest during those times because they want to help you. And what's so crazy, this is what the spirit world tells me, George, is that, you know, they don't worry about us. They're there to help us. And here's the reason why. When we're crying, when we're stressed, when we're worried, when we're scared, our loved ones don't worry because they can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and they can see what the next journey is going to be for us. So even though we lo might lose our job here in this world, and that's all we can think about, you know, your loved ones on the other side can see the outcome. They can see a, a better job coming along. They can see you starting a company and working for yourself. They can see how that one job propels you into something new and more meaningful for your life. So, you know, that's the reason why they're sending us signs guiding us, and more importantly, why they're so positive, why people say to me, Matt, why are your readings all positive? It's because your loved ones on the other side, you know, want you to see the positive in your life. Your wife's name is Alexa, and for a moment I thought Amazon was working out some kind of digital thing with you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, We can't have an Alexa in this house, because every time we say Alexa, you know, the whole... The, everything, everything goes, goes on. on. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's funny. Tell us about your first meeting, because it had a, a little twist to it, didn't it? Yeah, so it's actually funny, because when I first met Alexa, who's now my wife, you know, she had no idea what a psychic, you know, or a medium was. And it's actually funny, because when I met her, she's like, what, what is it that you do? You're, you're a medium? You know, what is that? And 
you know, I says, well, I see dead people. And she's like, well, is there somebody with me right now? And immediately I sensed her grandmother that was there. And, you know, when somebody asks me about something or asks me about, you know, someone in spirit, if they're there, I can't help it. It's just a natural thing. I just start, you know, uh, talking and speaking to that spirit. So I started talking to her grandmother and her grandmother, you know, was telling me that she was the most significant person in her life. And, you know, uh, uh, my wife, to, to my wife, that was the hardest loss. Because, you know, her grandmother was one that helped raise her here in this world. And uh, she had told me that, you know, during that meeting when I, when I went on this date with her, she was actually carrying uh, a pouch with her. And I kept saying to her, you know, your grandmother's telling me that you have this pouch with you. And she showed me this. It's like this little blue pouch. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, Alexa, like, looked at me like, it, like in disbelief. And she's like, Nobody knows about this. She goes, this is something that, you know, I kept with my grandmother's. And she went to pull it out. And I remember seeing her hands start to shake. And the next thing, she was so overwhelmed. She, she left the date, George. She ran out of the restaurant <laughs> you know, that we were at. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, is this girl going to come back in? Like, I didn't know what to do. And then, you know, she, got, she caught some air. She came back in. And then that was it. The rest was history. And I was like, did I scare you? And she's like, no. She's like, I'm just overwhelmed. She goes, you know. I never would have expected this to happen. That is and amazing. I got to tell you, that's what I love about my job is that how many times do I do readings and people don't realize that certain loved ones are with them? Because sometimes people come to me and they're expecting to hear from, you know, a mom or a dad that had passed away. But really, there's a long lost boyfriend that, you know, passed away in high school that comes through. Or, you know, uh, a best friend from college that's also there and watching over them. Because we never truly lose people here in this world. You know, what spirit tells me is that we're here on earth to learn life lessons, to make connections, you know, uh, and, to, and to do good here in this world. And when we go to the other side, we bring with us our personality, our memories, but also those same connections that we had here in this world. And that includes our pets. The book, of course, uh, When Heaven Calls is an amazing book, but tell us about that title. So When Heaven Calls is actually a book that I wrote. It's available on Amazon right now. It's called When Heaven Calls. And the reason why I wrote this book is because so many people have come to me and said to me, Matt, my story is like yours. I had abilities. You know, I, I was very intuitive. I was very psychic. I could connect with the other side. And now I can't anymore. I pushed it away. Or I was afraid of it. Or, you know, um, I... I, I uh, haven't done it in years and years. I wouldn't know how to go about sensing and feeling things, and I want it back. I want to tap back into my, you know, psychic self. So I wrote this book to share my experiences about, you know, growing up, being psychic and seeing and hearing the departed, being afraid, pushing my ability away, and then, you know, going to see a medium myself, having a life-changing experience, and then, you know, deciding, you know what, I got to learn as much about my gift as possible. So I talk about in the book about how I ran to get my ability back, about how in the beginning it was the spirit world chasing me. And then after I pushed them away, you know, the, the tables turned. It was like I was chasing after them. I wanted to know as much about this gift as possible. I wanted to, you know, tap back in. I wanted to, you know, uh, figure out why they were communicating with me, how they were communicating with me. So I talk about that in my book, and also I talk about the life lessons that I've learned from the departed. They've taught me so much about going through grief, about, you know, negative energy, about, you know, I've learned about dark souls. I've learned about so many things 
And, you know, I wanted to write this book because this is my own personal story, mm-hmm. and it's my own personal experiences that I've had with spirit. You've got to understand that when I was first, you know, learning to be a psychic medium all over again, I didn't read books on this. There was no psychic class. There was no psychic school. There was no one that, you know, I could turn to at the time. So really, you know, what I had to do was learn all about my gift from scratch. It was about spending time in meditation, you know, contacting the spirit world, you know, uh, diving back in and, you know, really relying on my gift to teach me. And that's what I want to teach people in this book is it's that, you know, you can rely on yourself. It's about finding your own, your own psychic journey, finding your own psychic voice, you know, and tapping back into your ability. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.